You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Tune in weekly to the Josh Adams Podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week featuring guests in comedy, music, entertainment, and more. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Josh Adams Podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. Follow Josh Adams on Instagram. We've got tacos. We've got titties. And and we've we've got got the sauce sauce you want. Tune in to talk about Creep Mouth. The legend of Creep Mouth. The brotherhood of Cunnilingus experts. Mm. Okay. Mouth fi motherfucking mouth. (laughs) Andy Rocky Goon Jesus. We're not going to include what old right here. No, you're not going to include uh, Iraqi Goon Jesus. Oh, Iraqi. I forgot Iraqi about Goon him. Jesus. So like, <laughs> and Zodiac Zombie. Listen to the Titties and Tacos podcast, dropping flash fried episodes every Taco Tuesday on the Detroit is Different podcast network after dark. Searching for Claire Huxtable is a podcast that is about dating black women from a black man's perspective with Maceo and Way. Listen in for topics like marriage, dating with kids, sex toys, and of course, side chicks. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Searching for Claire Huxville podcast and don't miss listening. Hey, it's Steph and T, and we're the, the Critical, Critical Crew. Crew. Join us on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, After Dark where we talk about all the crazy stuff that happens at work. Make sure you tune in to the Guess What Happened at Work Today podcast on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Tune in every week for our new episodes where we let our hair down and loosen our ties on the Detroit is Different podcast network after dark. All right, we are back in full effect. Fuck what you heard, the podcast. We're talking about independent music, how to build it, the industry, from all different angles. And number one angle we're talking about is myself, Kari Frazier, from the artist perspective. And we also have the DJ, the man's on the ones and twos. That's also an engineer with the ear. Uncle P, how you feeling? What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then we also have somebody from the business side as far as different things, booking, uh how to get placed, how to set up everything to be in rotation and what rotation is and really handling a lot of the business matters of an artist. Sabrina, how are you feeling? Doing great. Hey, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So we're talking about advice to take and advice to leave when it comes to being an artist. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just stand on my post right now and say, the views and opinions expressed will definitely be different. The first thing that you need to know as an artist is, I say soak up everything you can, but your path and your journey, it will be completely different than anybody else's. So you need to figure out what's best along your journey and figure out how that fits you most. Uh, one of the first questions I ask most artists When they come to me and say, I'm really great, I'm really great, all I want to do is rap, or all I want to do is sing, or all I want to do is play guitar or whatever, I've been doing this all my life, I say, okay, who would you say inspires you most? 
And nothing's more tragic than when the artists turn around and say, I don't really got no inspiration. I do all this shit myself. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I'm not asking this as far as like, are you taking a person's style or persona or following, but more so. So now we can have a point of reference of building a direction of different studios to work with, engineers to work with, sounds, looks, where that audience is. What are the venues those people perform at? And if you still stand in that ground of like, it ain't really nobody like me, then it's very hard to work with you. So one of the number one pieces of advice that I would give to an artist the first time is what Sabrina always talks about. And it's that word research, 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 who's sort of adjacent to you. You know, in my artist bag, when people say, hey, Kari, you a positive rapper. I don't really think rap goes in positive and negative buckets, but because I know people give me that label, that means that I have to look up other people that are positive rappers when I think to myself about what to present if I were ever to do a grandiose show. Right, right. So that now if I bring, so people would think like, okay, I want to see Kari, so somebody with like a positive rapper tag would be common. If mm-hmm. the the... If if it's a show that's Kari, Wade, Frazier, and Common, the people that know me would be like, oh, that's interesting. Right, right. Because that fits. Right, If right. it's Kari, Wade, Frazier, and Juicy J, people would be like, huh? Huh? And what'll happen is the Juicy J fans would be like, who the fuck is it's this motherfucker talking about, <laughs> right. talking about black empowerment and family? Right. I'm trying to turn the fuck up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And whereas if it fits, then people will say, oh, Makes okay. Sense. Now, and now I get the opportunity to get those fans that are more open to those ears, like to his, to the fans open to his music and what he brings to the stage in that state of mind would be present for what I offer and bring to the stage in that state of mind. So I think research, research, research will probably bring this up a lot. Really matters. And get out of your own goddamn way with that whole, I'm myself, ain't nobody inspired me. I just came up with this in the lab out of nowhere. Really, hone in on what is closely adjacent to the sound that you're making or the sound you plan to make. Mm -hmm. Which naturally makes me want to pass the ball right to Sabrina as she's the one that really, I mean, this is still your advice, sort of, but the ball to you, advice, advice to take and advice to leave. Um, I think the, 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 one of the things that us, not just people that are musicians or um, artists, um, but those in business as well. Um, and this is something that I go through um, even now when they always say the, um, uh, if you make it, they will come, right? Or build it. Yeah, if you build come. it, they will come. That was um, a decade ago. Exactly. <laughs> I think my grandfather still pushes that on me, <laughs> but that is not true. Not um, in an oversaturated world, no. Exactly, no. So at the end of the day, there's more to, than just practicing and, and having a quality product out there. You build it, but then you also have to create uh, what value in that and find out who out there will see or perceive value in what you're creating. Uh, Definitely um, elevate yourself (laughs) the best way that you can. Again, doing your research, seeing how you're going to be able to stay competitive and stay out here like that. But uh, because there's always somebody out there that uh, is going to be better. 
uh, someone who's going to take less money to perform, less Mm. money to provide a service. Less money to DJ. Exactly. Um, In this game, it's going to be a person that pays money. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To do it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it's more than just putting in, in hard work, but... Uh, you really have to connect the dots and understand how to connect the dots. And then you will uh, make money. I want to say something about uh, what you just said as far as um, the building it and they will come aspect of things. And I guess with business principles, it's hard to sometimes equate that with the creative side. Mm -hmm. Because with business... I don't start a business until I've identified a consumer for that business. So I do that and then I understand, okay, how many people could possibly like what it is that I have to offer? And it gets kind of difficult on the um, creative side of it because you're just creating, you know. But that may be why we're in the state of the music industry that we are in right now, because everybody is trying to create something that they think this audience wants. And a lot of it is this ignorant music. Well, that, but then also on, the, on, the, on another piece of that pie, there are so many people that go through everything. They've gotten the mixing, they've gotten the mastering, they've got the aggregators to get it everywhere, and they built it. Right. And they expect that people are going to discover them. Mm. It's there. I'm on Spotify. How come I only have two monthly listeners? Right. Well, what are you doing to bring the people to you? Yeah. You know, so it all kind of, you know, there's so many different ways uh, to skin the cat, but that is definitely not the soundest advice. No, people, people, people. Stop getting your information and taking it to heart from social media, please. Research <laughs> research is not going down somebody's timeline and seeing. Like, get different perspectives and, and take your dream state out of it and think about what makes actual sense. Mm-hmm. You know, the the worst thing that you can do with yourself is not be honest with yourself. You know, you think you starting at this high plateau and everybody is looking at you like you're still in the gutter, you know, and when you already thinking you there, nobody wants to help you because you just you you seem unworkable. Um, you know, I, I, I DJ all over the place. Um, I DJ for a company out in L.A. that does shows here in Detroit and um it's always 10 to 12 acts on that show that I have never seen in my life, ever. And I'm like, you know, how'd you get here? Oh, I found this company on the web. I'm like, all right, um, do you do any other shows? Oh, no, I don't fuck with none of these Detroit promoters. Mm-hmm. Oh, why not? Oh, man, I be saying, seeing what they say on social media, talking about these Detroit promoters is shady and this and that. I'm like, so you took your advice from somebody else on social media that you don't know what their situation was. You know, you don't know what happened there. So a lot of people end up cutting themselves off from the ignorance that they see. And you got to understand, there's a lot of people on social media just saying stuff to make themselves feel good, 
look important, you know, etc. So, you know, as Way said a minute ago, you know, read, understand everything, and then use some common sense to see what works, man. I I, I hate seeing people misguided by ignorant social media posts. Yeah. Which gives the next question about the best question of advice. Uh, you can learn something from anybody, as they always say, but who to take what advice from really temperatures everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and having discernment, uh, good decision-making, uh, an ability, some wisdom about it, uh, it, it's every step in the game. Uh, this music business runs deep. And when I say runs deep, many artists that you see presented in front of you uh, and their stories that are presented in front of you. Manufactured. Yes. So I would say the average artist hitting in front of you probably takes a collaborative of a team that's probably been in the music business for about 200 years. So even when you see 13-year-old Justin Bieber, it's like a, a, a manager that's been working for 15 years, an agent that's been working for 30 years, a lawyer that's been working for 40 years, an engineer that's been working for 45 years. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like yeah. the experience connected to this can open doors that that you know you may not just be able to touch if you're just so fresh and so green so having the wisdom to even humble yourself to the people that have been in this game for a long time like the experiences that Sabrina has the experiences that Uncle P has experiences that I have this room here already with our experience can get that person to about, you know, I don't know, you know, like what, like a combination of somewhere between 50, 60 years in the music game that opens up doors. And then if we really work with that artist, then you'll meet the people, the people we introduced you to probably have been doing it about 20, 25 years as well. So it's not like we're going to introduce you to a person that wouldn't be able to give you an opportunity. So that's another piece of advice I definitely want to give to a person listening you should be looking to ingratiate yourself with people that have been connected into this for a while. It, because it's after you pay your dues, and that's the show you guys just listened to, then you get into the zone of, you get right into the zone of, of, of meeting people that like what you're doing, but you got to know that like, damn, these people may be interconnected. And as many people have learned, if you piss off Uncle P, it's people that have relationships with Uncle P in New York, in L.A., in Toronto, that what ends up happening when people get the call nowadays and the call is like, hey, you ever heard of this artist? Uncle P, and most business people aren't uh, so unprofessional enough where they say, oh, man, don't never deal with that guy but they won't give the seal of approval that you really want. Right. And right. you really, as an artist or a DJ or a promoter, any level of this, you want that seal of approval where it's like, oh, yeah, they, they good business. Right. I've done business with them. I like the way they move. And yeah. I support that. Right. Because if anything comes down the pipeline where it's like, oh, that motherfucker. Yeah. It's coming to me. Then they'd be like, P. I don't know if I want to do business with this. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. You'll be surprised. 
you'll be very surprised how interconnected the people that have been in this game, especially what's so funny is the scarcity as the music business is kind of like scattered around and gone independent. They still rely on the people with uh, major label experience. Yeah. So Sabrina is getting calls about artists that she may never heard of. And then she's going to reach out to you. Right. And that then, happens all the time. And then you will be like, okay, let's, let's, let's find out about this guy. Right. And it's like, oh, they did that shit. Yeah. 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 So I, I I would I would throw that back to you guys. Who? Who? Who are the people that the artist should be seeking to get advice from? Because I think it's the OGs personally, but that's me. Yeah, it, it's the OGs and it goes back to research, you know, um, checking people's track record. You know, and, and and here's the one thing, you know, um, because I, I have a lot of people that look at me and they say, well, P, you haven't uh, blown up any big artists. Well, that might not be my fault. All I do is give advice. I direct. I guide. I can't make the mule drink. Right. You know, so you you have to understand, you have to research the people that that you're even thinking about. What's their track record? How long have they been in the game? You know, um, what kind of word on the street is it about these people? You know, longevity is everything. If somebody's been in this business for 20 years, you know, um, and ain't been killed or murdered or something like that, you know, they they they're doing something. Something right, you know, a hundred percent of it might not be, but but you gotta you gotta go out there and look, you know. So I always like I don't work with anybody before I've watched them without me knowing I'm watching them for probably nine months to a year. Right. That's just one of my um golden rules. And it, it's about educ when you educate yourself it's so much easier to pick the right team players because then you know what those team players are supposed to do. You know what their jobs are, you know. No, you're not there to tell them how to do their job, but you're there to help work with them to make the job easier. Most definitely. Most definitely. Who would you say are the who, Sabrina? Who are those people that you should seek for advice? Well, for me... um, for an artist, for a musician, depending on your genre, um, depending on your focus, if you're in on the business side of things, I look at those who are doing what or are operating at a level at a level that I want to, right? So you'd be surprised. Number one, I've learned in this business, there's nothing more that people love to do more than talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd be really surprised how far a freaking cup of coffee will go uh, for somebody just, you know, because you had the heart um, to reach out just to ask for advice. So for me, I had no problem reaching out to the uh, vice president of marketing for Essence Magazine. I read about her in a magazine, said, hey, why not just do it? I reached out. (laughs) Surprise. She answered. Well, she didn't answer. Her assistant answered. I told her what I wanted. The lady called me back. We're still cool to this day. Um, 
and it was cool. And she appreciated that I reached out. So I, I looked I looked for people who, again, are operating at a level that I aspire to or wanted to be in or was just a little unsure even right now when it comes to a lot of the changes that's going on with the algorithms and stuff like that. I'm looking to people who live in that space and we're just having conversations or, you know, uh, they're willing to share and give me advice. So I would say the same for artists. Uh, whether they're local, national, international, right now you can reach out to anybody, pretty much. We're only one tweet, <laughs> one um, IGDM, one phone call, one email away from the people that are really doing it. And most of the time, you'll be surprised, but most of the time they're willing to give you advice on what to do, how they got there, listen to you, um, you know, and, and throw you some gold nuggets that can help you. And that is definitely some insight um, it, to to share that. Uh, what what about when we when we talk about like just sharing that cup of coffee or or that meetup? How do you approach the individual to even get there? As we've talked in other podcasts about, sometimes the approach from people can be off putting to say the least. There are so many different ways to skin to, to skin cats. For for me, um, a lot of people come to me just they'll send me a a, a message on Facebook or um, get to me through someone that I know. Um, they'll see you know mutual people. I kind of do the same thing. If I see somebody that I'm trying to connect to, if I know that I have a connection that is connected to them, a lot of times I'll go through my connection just to kind of get a you know, um, a recommendation or a referral. But when you don't have those, number one, you just got to just reach out. But first, before you reach out, know what it is specifically that your your what your question is, what you'd like to know. Um, but you got to have some consistency because there's a lot of people that are busy. Some people just really don't want to be bothered, quite honestly. But uh, with a little bit of consistency, most of the time, either they, they're just ready for you to stop stop reaching out already or they're like okay you know I respect this person I'll just give them two minutes but ten, two minutes will generally turn into 10 15 or 20 um so for me uh and how I have been approached and me seeing what works for other people number one just you know find out the contact information if you don't more than likely everybody who's anybody that's doing something has some social media handle where you can reach out there. Um, try to get to the gatekeepers. Um, and then, again, within your personal uh, circles, if you know anybody that might be connected to them. Understand your target. Yeah. Understand the person that it is that you're trying to build with. Right now, this time of year, between middle of October and December, I'm doing a whole lot. So everybody is seeing a whole lot coming from me. But this is not the time to ask me for your special attention. Like right now during the awards, everybody wants me to be their manager. Like that's going to help them get on the awards. And I tell them, I am shut down right now. We can speak in January. Well, no, I need this right now. I need, I am shut down right now. Now, I had one person hit me up. Uncle P, I love what you're doing. I understand right now you're in the middle of award season. I would like to book an appointment with you the week after the awards. 
I was like, you know what? I'm off that week, but that following Monday, I'll put you in. Let's go ahead and lock this down now. And I'm excited to meet this person just from the approach. Right. Like this tells me that's somebody I can build with. That's somebody that I can formulate a plan and we're going to execute to the T because this person pays attention to the details. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, everybody likes to feel important and feel catered to. When you understand that person's situation and you show some kind of empathy or whatever it is, you know, people like us that get so much disrespect all the time, take note in that. But then also, too, there's going to be some people that's just not worth your time um, that you wouldn't, you know, it's like if you have someone that you're trying to vibe with, trying to connect to, and they're just really not trying to give you time of day, F them. There's so many more other people out here that that will give you time of day, that that will treat you as a human and just show some respect, you know, because you're on your grind. You're not going to you're not going to get everybody you desire. I mean, I can't just, you know, even though I'm one degree of separation from Rick Rubin, I doubt I can get Rick Rubin on the phone, even though there's a whole lot that I would want to get from him or learn from him or just share or whatever. So, you know. Some sometimes you're gonna win, sometimes you're not, and then sometimes some people just aren't worth it. And that brings the next question: when to seek that advice? Because it's different to actually want advice versus the plug. This is an industry built on the plug. So yep. a person sitting there thinking, like, yeah, I'm gonna try to stroke their ego, but in reality, be my manager, i.e., give me an award show. Right. Be my publicist, i.e. give me in this magazine. You know what? Be my be be my producer, i.e. give me on a song with this artist. I was talking to somebody the other day and and my definite my my even theory and thought process on the plug now is even different. <laughs> and and I was going to say, you know, and I don't know if I'm about to get off track with this. Keep going. But people Look out when you go looking for advice and the first thing that comes up out that person's mouth is money. Money. I knew you were going to say it. Go the other way. <laughs> go go the other way. Yes, money is a part of this. But if you don't if that person does not have the passion for what it is that you're speaking about, what it is you're bringing to the table, you can leave that advice on that table. Because nine times out of ten, they're just looking for that paycheck. Yep. And that's what you don't want to be. You, you, if they're reaching for money, yes, it takes money. You know, when I talk money to a client initially, and, and I always get different responses from this, and I'm like, okay, what, is, what kind of budget you looking at to do what it is you want to accomplish? Well, man, I don't know how much I'm going to pay you or be able to pay you. I'm like... Dog, my question wasn't for me. My payment is a whole different ball game. I'm asking what kind of money you got set aside to do what you want to do for you, you know. And once I see that, I'll think about where I can fit in. And I can think about how you're reacting in this situation, whether I want to show love or whether I want to tax the fuck out of you. And a lot of that is based on how you present this situation like if you come off as a total jerk i'm gonna price myself out of your range so i don't have to deal with you 
You know, I that's I don't I'm not gonna have that argument of well, man, I really like no, nah, it costs five thousand, five thousand a month. Yeah. Or <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people be like, oh, bro, go get it out the trunk, and now so yeah. <laughs> and now you're you know you got to know what? To- but I'm happy because I got five <laughs> five Look, k good. a month. <laughs> I'm at a point now. If you're getting on my nerves. My piece is so much more valuable than any dollar you can pay me. But I'm at a certain point in my life where I can pick and choose, which you can too. Um, but I I pretty much, for someone like that, and I don't know if we're getting off a little bit, I'm quick to say, hey, I'm sorry my roster's full. Yeah. I appreciate that. But I just wanted to take a little time to... <laughs> to talk to you and uh, share a little bit. Maybe I can recommend someone for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> plugs. If <laughs> if your plug, if your plug is not locked in to showing you how what they do is going to equate to a fan base, because mm-hmm. you can have plugs all day long, but a plug ain't going to get you paid. It's this fan base that's going to get like any conversation for me now that doesn't equate into fan base i don't want to say it's a pointless discussion but you know it's it's slow roll for me like i i i think i think it is funny my cousin lamumba r2 djr2 who taught me a whole lot of this is over me now he's big into this and i definitely want to say uh i definitely want to say that it's, it's, it goes back to the mix as I'm learning more in the experience. So, like, when you say fan base, it's mixing the things right. So, like, just because one artist is huge right now, they're huge with who they're huge with. Yeah. You can't work with their producer and expect if you make a whole different type of music. It's some people out here that are so talented for what you do if you really know your craft and now you hitting a home run out the park. You know, yes. but you got and, and it's it's every level. So it's light design, it's the it's the dancers or and the choreography, it's the the DJ, the like the more you can get the right fit for who you are, then it it expands their, you know, your reach with their reach, 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 as opposed to trying to fit into that bucket of like you send in a clear message yeah. that everyone can understand because everything makes sense. Every, like, you know, like we think about, uh, like, who's an artist that I really think really encapsules, like, J. Cole, for instance. Mm-hmm. J. Cole picks smaller venues to perform purposefully. And he'll perform in those smaller venues multiple times. You know, uh, he picks and curates which artists open up for him. You know, it's an experience that you're tying into connecting with a J. Cole show. So it's not just necessarily like J. Cole's picking. Oh, Who's man, you did, the, right now, you did right. the set design for Beyonce. Right. Well, psh, if you did Beyonce's, I know you can do mine. Right, right. You know, it's like, okay, what books you read? What What's your background? Right. What other artists you've worked with? Um, what experience? And then you mesh all of this stuff together. Mm-hmm. So when you say like really tie into that fan, you're right. And now you can actually work with people that have access to those, you know, points of view and perspectives. Like a classic example, Anderson Pac right now. Yeah. 
And a lot of people are like, who the hell is that? He dope. Mm-hmm. He's beyond dope. It's a curated experience. It, 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 he's definitely working with Dr. Dre and has some of that machine behind him. He has some of the TDE machine behind him. But the, the people he's working with, but both those camps aren't the, you know what I'm saying? Right. Dr. Dre isn't sending in the person that he sends in to work with, uh, with Eminem, with Anderson. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. The, they're not sending in the people that worked with, uh, with Schoolboy Q, with Anderson, with TDE. Right. They're sending in, because these other people in the camp can also expand and grow that way. Mm-hmm. That's the way to really see this game, I believe. And now you give me something to work with. You know, if you right. really want to work with Sabrina, as you say, doing back to that research, you have to know who is she working with? What experience she, does she have? Who does she kind of know so that it fits as opposed to, like, me trying to hammer something in? Right. 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 And that's why if money is their only incentive, it kind of ends up being hammering in because it's like, do you even have the relationships that can give my music new opportunities? No, I've seen people throw big money at a situation for it to come and go, you know, um, because you have to build like it organic. Like Sabrina has built organically um, the careers of, of some great artists. You know, I can remember what, what was that, the Jill Scott campaign mm-hmm. early, early, Yep. you know. Um, right when... Epic didn't know what to do with her. Hidden Beach was kind of looking at Epic like, what? Right. And me and my girl went in and kicked it off, and it started. And then everybody in the nation picked up on our campaign. Right. Now, so with that situation, was it a a one-person big plug, or was it just a whole lot of guerrilla stuff It was guerrilla. It was grassroots. It was relationships with radio, retail DJs, lifestyle, video back when independent video channels were really popping. Um, it was very grassroots. And then getting Jill involved on a personal grassroots level, too. That's when Jill was running around with her girls doing poetry sets, wearing freaking head wraps. Right. You know what I mean? So she was hungry. Right. So when you pull all that together, a lot of great stuff can happen. Understand the plug is not the plug. The plug ain't working if it ain't no electricity going through it. True. (laughs) And you are the electricity. But you have to do, again, go, please do your research because there are some people out here that were hot once upon a time that really don't have it like that. They don't understand the new music models. They're not staying abreast on the latest of what's happening, um, even in publishing and things like that. So, do your research because a lot of people have a great history, but it's not relevant to what you need right now in today's industry. Yeah, don't don't be fooled by that. Um, don't be fooled by it. You know, go I mean, deeper. I do my homework. I do my homework. This is what I love, what I eat, what I enjoy. And um, I try my best to stay abreast. There's so much coming at me all the time. Even in socials, it's like, oh, you can do that now with Instagram, you know. <laughs> but oh, man, that's crazy. You know, but I'm, I'm just like, it's, it's a lot. But I love it. I eat it. I get up early. This is what I do, and I want to continue to keep myself going. And for you as artists, one piece of advice is evolve. 
Evolve. That's for everybody in any industry, but we're talking music. Evolve. You can't expect to to stay one way the entire time for your entire career. You'll you'll probably have some certain some loyalists or yeah, loyals, but um gotta evolve with the times. I like it. I like it. So that wraps up another one of these episodes. I do want you all to give Contact information where people can get to you. Definitely. DetroitIsDifferent.com. DetroitIsDifferent.net. Make sure you subscribe and share what we're doing The Fuck What You Heard podcast. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Google Play. You can get it on Stitcher or Spotify. Uncle P, how do people get to you? What up, though? You can visit my website, DetroitRap.com. You can find me on the gram at Detroit Rap on Facebook, Uncle P313. That's how you find me. Well, I, uh, I'm i stepping up my game right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I am Belizean Girl on uh, Instagram, B-E-L-I-Z-E-A-N-G-Y-R-L. However, uh, I don't let everybody in. Not oh, everybody gets in privates. on that one. Uh, look, I got a lot of stuff going on. That only certain couple thousand folks can get in on. No, but if you it was go be slide in the DM, if like, you go fuck. to Earth Tones ENT, that is my business IG that I am now open and we go. building up. So that's Let's open to the public. Don't slide in the DMs with the thirst. Yeah, our bro- her brothers is she got a lot of them too. I man. do, and I love it. Problem. Thirst. You don't want that. The problem. thirst is real. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I've got I, I've got wonderful brothers and and a sweetheart too that just yeah we we can't even go there so yes yes so thank you thank you thank you peace all right remember to like share subscribe and always listen on Stitcher Google Play Apple Store and Spotify you're listening to the Detroit is different After Dark Podcast Network.